You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello, welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. It's me, Alfie. It is a sunny, 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 hot day. Yes, it was the 25th of June as I record this. Is it the hottest day of the year? I think it might be. But here I am, inside, recording my voice. Uh, but earlier today, I invited my own mate, Nathan, to come round in the garden, cup of tea, and in good old football chats. So this edition is just me and him. Uh, I will try and get the lads together uh, in a group chat in future. Uh, it's just quite difficult at the moment. As you know, the game weeks come thick and fast, and they're all over the place. It's hard to build statistical momentum. So we're just going to chat football, because that's why we're all here, right? And if you are back for some more, thank you for sticking with us. And I know this gets said a lot, but please like and share. Or whatever, whatever. what does like and share mean? Just, just tell people. Uh, just tell people. I don't know why I put the voice on then, but that's all good. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it really, isn't it? I hope you're enjoying the football. And um, it's so much. I mean, I, I just can't. I sound like a dithery old man sometimes and it comes across. And for that, I apologise. I'm just going to shut up now. Enjoy this episode. So here we are. Uh, welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. Uh, it's Alfie, it's me. Hey, uh, so I'm in my garden. Ooh, I'm joined by the wonderful Nathan, Nathan Taylor. Hi, Nathan. Hey, mate, how are you going? Okay. <laughs> that was really difficult for you to say. I know, I know that. So <laughs> weird to see again? people face to face. Hi, Nathan. Hey, mate. There we go. Look at that. You didn't say, how's it going? You're not com- you lost confidence. Yeah, I did, yeah. How's it going? It is going very well. I think football was back on, mate. Football yeah. was back on. Got a bit of a... Um, Big breakfast feel going on as well, I feel. Well, in the garden? Yeah, in the garden. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Do you think anyone will remember the big breakfast? Don't know. Probably. What was the theme tune? Don't know. You're thinking of TFI Friday, aren't you? Yeah, I am. And also I'm thinking of like producer Will, then that was TFI Friday as well, wasn't it? That was TFI Friday. And then he just disappeared, do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> and there was a bold bloke in there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I met him. Yeah. I don't know, I've met a bold bloke before, yeah. The old house they recorded it in was near me when I was living in Hackney as well, was on the canal in it's Hackney. Hackney. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there, yeah. Oh, it's the one by Hackney Wick? The, yeah, yeah. It's the like by the lock. Um, you know where the pubs are on the canal? Yeah. It's the house that, it's basically the lock house that's there. <laughs> yeah. You could be saying anything, I'd be but laughing you up. could look into the garden and be like, oh yeah, I remember Big Brother. I wonder if Denise Van Houten's in there. Big Brother? Big Brother, Big Breakfast. This is where it gets confusing for the listeners. Have you enjoyed the return to football? I've enjoyed the distraction. I think, obviously, we'll get into a bit more detail. I don't think there's been any great games so far. They've been fairly... Mm. Either nothing's happened or they've been very one-sided. don't know. Have you seen anything that's... Uh, I have have to admit, there's a lot of football, right? Mm. And I've tuned in and then I copped out. Yeah. Tune in, freaked out. What is the song? Uh, turn on, tune in, cop out, freak out. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. Like that. Something out. Something like that. I was out anyway. Tap out. I was tapping out. <laughs> um, but it's it's quite, I can't work out because I'm spoiled by the amount of football now. Mm. But 
the trepidation from a lot of teams and it's been a very slow start, hasn't it? It has been, yeah. There's there is a lot of football on at all sorts of times of the day. Yeah. And I think like you say, there's some there's a lot of teams without a lot to play for now that have got players that maybe already know they're leaving kind of thing and aren't really put, going to put in 100%. Um, and obviously some players who aren't even playing at all. And then um, there are other teams that still got stuff to play for. And I think it's going to lead to some quite one-sided games between now and the end of the season. It is strange, isn't it? Because before we kicked off, we did, uh, for those who listened to the last podcast, mm. we were very big on uh, lots of goals. And then obviously <laughs> Sheffield United uh, drew nil-nil with, who was it again? Villa. Villa, yes. Um, but even the goal the games with goals... Still, not a lot happening. It's no, I've, um, I don't know the exact statistics, but I don't think there's been many games where both teams have scored um, at the moment. There's been a lot of like two nils, one nils, three nils, four nils. A couple of one alls, obviously the Man United and Spurs game and the Villa game last night as well, but not a lot of other games where both teams have actually scored. Yeah, four six o'clock kickoffs yesterday. Yeah, did you see any of it? Again, I'm, my memory's really, uh, str- I'm really struggling. So I watched, <laughs> what was the one that was on Scott? Oh, it was Man United, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Man United and Martial, which obviously you did very well, your fantasy <laughs> football. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Sheffield United, for me, are interesting because with obviously without Diego Maradona, also known as Jack O'Connell, <laughs> they seem to be struggling, don't they? Do you think the wheels have come off there? Possibly. I think O'Connell does give them something that obviously Jack Robinson doesn't like. Jack Robinson, interested, did you see the interesting stat about him when he played against um, Jack Villa? Robinson? Yeah, that's his name, No, Yeah, I don't know. It is yeah. Jack Robinson, yeah. That is his name. Uh, that's, I just that's immediately, how, like, yeah. when you said Jack Robinson, I was thinking of the guy from Neighbours, but that's Paul Robinson. He has got um, the stat before he played against Villa, he's gone the longest period of any player ever between making their first appearance in the top flight to their second appearance in the top flight. Wow. Like a 10-year gap or something. When he's basically Liverpool's youngest ever player when he made his debut for them. Oh, he played for Liverpool. Years and years, like 10 a, years ago. Wasn't he like a left-back on FIFA? Yeah, yeah, he was like a prospect, like left-back on FIFA. And um, it was the same time that they had like, what was his name? Flanagan, who was apparently the new Cafu. Yeah. Was it Flanagan? Flanagan? Yeah, John Flanagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a good season, actually, in yeah, the title did. chasing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Robinson was kind of coming through at the same time as Flanagan and then never really cracked it, went down to the lower leagues. And then another Chris Wilder sign, isn't he? Just picks mm. up these players that started off somewhere big, didn't really cut it, and then picks them up and seems to get a tune out of them. Although, I'm not being convinced by he Martial gave him a bit of a torrid time last night, didn't he? But back yeah. to the O'Connell point. So obviously you get Basham and O'Connell on either side. And if one of them's out, then it really restricts either of the wing-backs on the either side. So you've got obviously Bulldog on the right and Ender Stevens on the left. So if Basham or O'Connell were missing, then they've kind of that natural partnership is yeah. kind of hindered. And obviously Sheffield United weren't helped last night by not having Henderson as well, obviously. Um, who's that on loan true. from Man United. I mean, it's just some bloke they picked off the street they're going goal. Yeah, Verips or something like that, isn't it? I think. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. Why, mate, what are you doing later? Do you want to play football against Man United? Yeah. <laughs> You're in goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's proper mates football, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I haven't really remembered any games that I've really enjoyed. Uh, mm. Although I have found it quite interesting watching football without sound. Uh, sorry, without the crowd effects. <laughs> without sound. You, without can do that. <laughs> you can do that anyway. Yeah, I mean, what without the crowd effects? Have you tried that? No, um, 
because because you I'm do not illegal streams, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent listening, legit. Uh, watching games legitimately. I, I'm. <laughs> I get what I get. <laughs> no, well, if you can choose, those of us who um, steal other people's subscriptions, mm. uh, you can choose, mm. and it's actually quite fascinating because it's like a training fixture. But the players are much more respectful to each other mm. uh, now with, without fans. And they joke about more and stuff like that. And it's quite interesting. Yeah, I've definitely seen like a lot more like kind of smiles on players' faces and stuff like that just when generally interacting with each other is a lot less needle without obviously the crowd winding them up. The, one of the things I hate about modern football, I, mean, I guess it's probably always been there, but there's so many cameras now, is when just some like completely inoffensive player is like taking a corner or a throw and you've got a fully grown man like leaning over and just screaming abuse at like a complete like say Joey Barton fair enough but like I don't know Bruno Fernandez or someone like that who's mm. probably never done anything other than diving at Spurs um to offend anyone um getting like screamed at by like a grown man with but a mate that's <coughs> that's what they've grown up doing that's yeah. generations and generations and generations they've like I've kind of missed them in a way those people sharing abuse <laughs> not not horrible abuse, just a bit of banter. If you want, next time you're chilling out in this very verdant garden, I'll lean over the fence and start screaming at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't like the podcast last week. <laughs> a few neighbours around here have done that already. So. <laughs> this is Ground Control to Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. Jump, they say jump. David, can you get my shoes for me? Thank you. So how has your start been to fantasy football? You, in your draft league, you won... Yeah, last week project restart. Week. I beat top of the table. This secret journalist um, <laughs> trounced him. In fact, um, with some good. Yeah, it was a brow beating. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, which took me to win four points at the top of the table, having been basically fighting relegation about seven weeks ago. Well, seven game weeks ago. How many games you won in a row? Um, I think that is my seventh win in a row. Having lost the previous six on the bounce. So if you were to calculate the months in between as well, I mean, like, yeah, it's a lot of months you've gone unbeaten. If the league gets shut down now, if if there's another outbreak, then I'm going to petition strongly for form to be taken into account on the average points. <laughs> Can I get just... do form over past three seasons? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of how they work it in Argentina, isn't it? Is it they... Their relegation is calculated on points based over like two years but then in those two years there's four seasons or something I think it's like also that. calculating how much money you put in a brown envelope yeah. Uh, but yeah good return for you so mm. you're third in our league now yeah. just behind me mm. and Secret Journalist is top what three points two points between two points between me and you I think yeah and then you're two points behind mm. Secret Journalist as well so yeah who I'm playing this week we'll get to mm. that uh, on Fantasy Premier League mm. Uh, the team podcast did all right in the first week. Yeah. So if, if you remember, I told you we changed out the whole team because we could. Uh, 94 points, mate, <laughs> with a bench boost. Crikey. Uh, although Pepper Rayner didn't play at all. Yeah, and that was the only like kind of thing that I remembered from it. I was like, what oh, is, yeah. What's Dean, what's his face up to at the moment with Villa? Don't know. He's gone a bit. I mean, it's either genius, but he's dropped Rainer, right? Fine. The results would suggest it's not genius, but well, I guess two two points, but yeah. So yeah, so doing one of the fantasy Premier League mm. uh, this week is different because oh, this is confusing. What are we in now? Game week thirty-one. Yeah, game as we week record 31, this, yeah. mm. and that will end when tonight. Uh, last game of the game week is Chelsea Man City this evening. So it ends today, which is Thursday. Yeah, and then starts again tomorrow because I think there's football tomorrow, isn't there? 
But there's football every day, right? Yeah, there is a day off coming up. So you're sure the game week doesn't start again on Saturday? Oh, this uh, is this is well researched. This show, isn't it? Eh? Exactly. There's just so much of it. It's so bountiful, like the vegetables in this garden. Yeah, are you talking about us? Or yeah, what? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> couple well, old zucchinis. <laughs> Tell you, he did look good for Spurs the other night. It's Lo Celso. Does everything, doesn't he? he? Is good. Do you know he's the same age as Ruben Loftus Cheek? Is he? Yeah, <laughs> that's how underperforming Ruben Loftus Cheek is, really. Yeah. I I genuinely think Lo Celso next season is going to be one of the best players in the league. I think. That's a big statement, mate. Yeah. I think he's going to be one of the players talked about for player of the season. Next okay, year. does that mean that Jose is not going to be there then? No, Jose will play him. I think, I think Jose seems to rate him. Played him in the deeper role against West Ham, obviously, which I think is where he's best. Doesn't he play everyone in the deeper role? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure that's what happens. <laughs> but yeah, he played him as one of the two in the pivot and I think that's his best position because then he can drive forward with the ball and kind of play nice passes. I don't like it when he shunted out to the right, which is what Jose did with him towards the end of the game just to s- s- solidify it because I just feel it nullifies. But he's just closing off spaces there, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and then um, Sissoko I picked up as well has got a bit tackle and interception crazy yeah. and I think he's going to be a proper Jose he player. had a really good game the other day. Yeah. I forget which game. Against United. United. If he could United. pass, he would be one of the best players in the league again, but he just cannot pass. It's, and watching Aurier so far, it's given me a heart, probably about five heart attacks a game, which is up from his average of three heart attacks a game. Just his <laughs> ability to just do something ridiculous on the edge of his own box and get tackled. Well, also, he does some brilliant things. Oh, yeah. So, like... Uh, it must have been against United. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's running down the wing. Uh, <laughs> a United player came to close him down and he sort of blocked it off. You know how they do. Yeah. Modern footballers, they all just block off and then do a spin. Mm. He did that. He got past him. Oh, fair enough. Another another opposing player came. He did it again. It's like, okay, fine. Got away with that. Don't do it again. Mm. The third Man United player came. I think he... Oh, don't do it again. He's attempting it and he sort of just about gets away with it. Mm. Brilliant. Okay, you've done three. <laughs> no, just pass the ball. Fourth United player comes across. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's almost... No, he's lost it. Yeah. And I think that was in the build... I think that moment was in the build-up to the second penalty that was given and then overturned. I think that went into another phase of play, but then pretty much that loss of possession led to a penalty as well. And that's that's the chance you take when you pick him, I guess. But he does offer a lot. We got clean sheet in this game week. Yeah, clean sheet in this game week, and he should have got a couple of assists as as well. There's a couple where I think in a couple of weeks' time, Kane a bit fitter, Kane would have got on the end of a couple of those crosses, and maybe if Ore was a little bit sharper, he might have been a bit more accurate with a few things as well. And he's got a shot on him as well. So yeah, he's always in and around that uh, the opposing penalty area. Yeah, yeah. In the in attacks, if there are any, especially when Davies is playing as well, because kind of. Jose's doing something quite interesting tactically in that Davies is starting as a left-back, but then Aurier mm. as a right-back, but is moving to the right-wing position, and Davies is staying back and shuffling across, and they're creating a free at the back rather than like a kind of... He's coming inside, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's Davies. coming inside. Kind of gives him a bit... means that Son has to hug the left-hand touchline, which means he's not as involved in the play as much, but does mean that Aurier can just bomb forward on on the outside, which kind of gives Spurs quite a lot of opportunities over on that side as well. 
Hey, it's me again. Um, yeah, Alfie, the guy who just, you know. Anyway, I just thought I'd interrupt in real time, uh, in a different recording time. I just wanted to say, I hope you're enjoying it so far. And just to allude to you, if you are enjoying uh, such stuff that's happening, done by me, uh, I've got some other stuff as well. Um, but we've got a Desert Island Golf, which is basically, yes, you guessed it, it's just like Desert Island Disc, except for we do. So I have guests, and they bring their three goals, three favourite goals, and then they have to choose one to t go to a desert island. It's it's the same format, but it's, it's better because it's football, so you know what I mean. So yeah, so listen to that. You can find that on iTunes if you search for Monkey Buns or Alpha Evers. You might like it. It's quite relaxing. It's, do you know what? It's good for summer listening. Summer listening. Summer listening. Anyway, let's get back to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. As the game weeks go on, things will change. Players will become more fit. Mm. Um, and... You've got a kookaburra. I've got a Chewbacca in my tree. <laughs> there it is. So Arsenal. Oh, yeah. I I don't back them. Can't back them. Just, I think... Also, what is going on with all these injuries as well? well for Arsenal? Yeah, they've lost three first-team players in, like, the space of two games yeah. Leno um, Xhaka and uh, Pablo Mari all gone all gone all gone well Mari's on loan anyway there's talk that you might not st oh, mm. I can't work out what's going on so who are your teams you're going to back in the next few games like we said that you know things are going to change players are going to get fitter mm. the weather has been a, a factor as yeah. well mm. I, it's really hard to judge isn't it it's hard to judge I think I like the plan that's coming together at Spurs, but they've got tough fixtures over the course of the rest of the season. They've still got, well, they've still got Chelsea to play. They've still got, I think, um, they've got uh, Arsenal at some point as well, North London derby, which obviously be a tricky game for them. They've got some other g games against teams that are up there and kind of fighting for stuff as well. Um, but I do like what they're doing there. Um, as I say, I like Brighton. I don't like, and I can't see them winning again this season, Bournemouth. Um, I but would... we say that so many times every season. Yeah. I think this season, though, there's no semblance of a plan. Lost their best player now, and Fraser's gone, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's gone. Interesting he's gone. to see where he crops up next season. Spurs? I don't know. Seems like that's the rumour, isn't it? Oh, that he's really? already. Uh, yeah. Uh, is he that good? He He's a useful player. Mm. Is he good? Don't know. He's not. He didn't exactly cap uh, catapult them to sixth in the league, did he? No. So no. They only fin they finished. Didn't they finish last season? They finished worse than what they did the season before. Anyway, yeah. I think Wolves as well. Obviously, Wolves with the fact that the UEFA or Europa League's been um, moved back to the end of the season means they're not going to be playing as many games during the week, and they've come back looking very May solid. Really um, solid. Traore. Uh, looks unplayable at the moment and Jimenez I know he's in my draft team so I'm slightly biased but is one of my favourite players in the league I really love yes, he is watching a, him play. a great centre forward and yeah. also if you look at the managers one thing to look at is managers as well mm. and incentive for them I'm, I mean obviously all Premier League managers want to win but uh, I think more uh, some have more incentive than the others and I, th I think there's something about uh, Nez mm. as I'm calling mm. him Supernes, uh, Supernes. Oh, I like it. Yeah, good. Uh, I think uh, he's playing out full strength sides, and he's not taking any prisoners. Mm. He's really going for it. Um, yeah. So, so that's 
And they've got options now as well, haven't they? They've got, obviously, the Treo and Jimenez, everyone knows about. But then on the other side, they've got Eva. They've got Jota. Oh, Jota. No, it's Portuguese, isn't it? It's Jota. Jota. Uh, they've got Jota. Pedence. They've got Pedence. And they've got uh, Neto as well. So they've got three different Portuguese wingers that all do some that netto volley as well against West Ham did you see that oh. yes I did I see you got this. the assist for it didn't you did so, I Doherty oh Cross. Doherty yes yeah, I did yeah. it's so much football sometimes it feels like a dream <laughs> like what was it um, like Arsenal are playing again today but I'm pretty sure they played yesterday and then Spurs don't play for nine well don't now play for seven days but by the time they finish it was nine days kind of thing they've got a long gap oh, okay. which is going to suit them because uh, Mourinho's not made many substitutions so far. He's not in the Man United game. He only made two, even though you can make five now. <laughs> it was awful. And against West Ham, he only made three as well. I mean, Harry Kane is not up to. No, he it, looks he? like he's getting back though. Again, obviously against West Ham is the big caveat. But um, and he was absolutely. Did you see his goal? He was absolutely knackered by the time he got to the other end of the yes, field. But, um, yes, he did put it away, and actually he kind of gained yards on the defender rather than the defender looking like he was going to catch him as well. No, so. he did well. I was surprised, yeah. actually. I think He's got could... a weird turn of pace, I think. For someone who looks like they're slow, actually, when he goes through one-on-one, he generally doesn't get caught. No. No, he's got enough pace. I yeah. think this is... Because I've been playing FIFA and there's been no football, <laughs> yeah. the version of him in FIFA, he's dog shit, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, a great finisher, but yeah. He's but just... they've made him like this lumbering wreck of a bloke that can hardly run. Yeah. Mm. I don't even understand it. It's yeah. all out, guys. It's all then out. The other team I back to do well for the rest of the season. Massive slice of humble pie coming up. Go on. Man United. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. But do you know what? It's, it's not. It's just. Oh, I fucking hate Solskjaer. Sorry. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, you baby face. <laughs> and this is staying in. Have you still got the bleep machine? Yeah, but don't worry. Okay. Um, um, I just find. It's just like this little rich kid yeah. who's had all these toys <laughs> thrown at him and just by chance, I mean, yes, okay, so his, his tactics aren't horrific, but they're not any more advanced than any other manager you'll find in all the four leagues. Mm. And actually, he didn't. He, he, he does show signs of being a poor manager. Like For example, yesterday's game, mm. he should have played Pogba further forward. He should have had Matic as a anchor point and have those two go, but he didn't have the minerals to do that, so he had Pogba sitting off. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but obviously Fernandez has he should be manager because he's he's turned that club around. That mm. player, that player inspires everyone else. He's just he just he's got gets, ideas like oh, yeah. he's just the he's got so much intensity about his game. But mm. without it being too much, he just gets everyone else involved. And mm. obviously, he's got quality on the ball as well. Yeah. Exciting player. Yeah, I think um, I do back Man United to do well for the rest of the They've got fairly straightforward fixtures, which actually has been a problem for them in the past. But I think they'll do well just in spite of Solskjaer rather than because yes, I of Solskjaer. Agree. And also, Fernandes being there, in terms of like uh, personalities dressing room, what it says to Pogba as well, like, look, mate. You ain't the big guy anymore. We got this guy. We got this Fernandez bloke. I think as well with Fernandez kind of getting all of the plaudits. I think Pogba, the criticism that's been leveled at him in the past is that he's obviously he wants to be the main attraction and the 
the world needs to revolve mm. around him. The team needs to slightly be built around him. I feel like he's the kind of player who is on his day a world-class player that won't want to feel like he's out of the limelight and I think it will raise his game to kind of challenge Fernandes for being the top player in that team as well. I think we'll get the best. That, I don't, um, against Spurs, he played this half-volleyed cross-field pass yeah. that I don't, I don't think, other than maybe De Bruyne, no other player in the league could have played Oh, it's quality. I mean, he's got so much quality, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. In mm. fact, it was that performance against Spurs when he came on that mm. made me watch the Man United game against Sheffield United yeah. as opposed to watching the other game mm. uh, at that time because I'm excited to see how they go on, how those players work well together. And I think if you've got players like Fernandes and Pogba operating even at 80% and then Martial on his day and Rashford, Rashford buzzing, around. buzzing around, then you'll generally win more games than you lose kind of thing and score quite a few goals. It's not a bad squad, is it? Wednesday is when we actually start seeing more than one game in a day. So we've got three six o'clock kickoffs and they are, this is Wednesday the 1st of July, Arsenal against Norwich, Bournemouth, Newcastle and Everton versus Leicester. And then there's an 8.15 kickoff. My old mate West Ham playing Chelsea. And then finally wrapping up the game week, two games on Thursday. Sheffield United are playing Spurs at six o'clock on Sky. And then it's Man City versus Liverpool. So Liverpool win the league. Liverpool win the league. Could potentially win the league, yeah. Right, so they're going to put our first team. Man City are going to put our first team. Yeah. Whatever their first team is. Who knows? Who knows what his first team I mean, it's Mares. Mares yeah. is easily, we're not talking about City at all. City mm. have looked amazing. Mm. City, I think, this is a controversial point, Nath. Well, it's not really. But I was thinking, because of Klopp's reliance, I say reliance, part of Klopp's thing that he brings to Liverpool is all about bringing in the fans, the community, and this passion, right? Mm. So you just take the fans away, part of his game has taken away. So City are different. Mm. They're built as a machine. They're built just to get things done. So... In theory, I was thinking if all the whole Premier League season was played behind closed doors, City would walk it. Yeah, Man City dropped some silly points, didn't they, against all sorts of teams? But um, yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like Man City are quite weird, like a almost bloodless team. They're just very cold, calculated yeah. kind of. They've got very like intricate patterns of play and um, score very similar goals like time and time again, which is obviously like. Pep's routines, um, whereas yeah, the Liverpool is more, you know, the old cliched kind of heavy metal football, like kind of loud, <laughs> um, and yeah, um, I can kind of see that as a point that if next season was to be played behind closed doors, then I think that would work against Liverpool. Surely it's not going to be the way they seem to be relaxing stuff at the drop of a hat every week now. I, I'm surprised that. Boris has not said, oh, for the Man City-Liverpool game, everyone can go to the stadium. Everyone's going to take their clothes off. We're going to move it to Hyde Park and have it on the pitch there and everyone can come down and watch it. (laughs) So long as there's lots of card readers and we can make a load of cash from it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll go. No, no, leave your clothes on. One team I wanted to pinpoint was um, Newcastle because... Their results have been pretty good if you look at their form. And yeah. uh, they look pretty solid. And actually, having no fans uh, might benefit Steve Bruce yeah. and his team. 
I wanted to pick up uh, Alan Saint Maximin. Mm. Saint Maxima. Saint Maxima. Yeah. How do you say his name? Saint Maxima. Saint Max. Well, potato, potato, mm. right? Alan Saint Potato. <laughs> uh, he's decent, isn't he? But I don't know if he's any good doing drive. How much is he on fantasy now? Is he like five or six or something? He's cheap on fantasy. Um, yeah, I think actually it does play in Bruce's favour because he can go back to being solid, quite negative without the fans getting on the back kind of thing, but just have a solid team and kind of hit and hope. And you, like you say, they have carved out some decent results and they've got a very winnable game coming up this game week. Capable, clean sheets. Yeah, they've got yeah. they've got Bournemouth, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, there you go. I know that Newcastle traditionally haven't travelled well to the south coast, but I think they'll beat Bournemouth. Um, and also the away factor's been taken away yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I would I'd fancy... Um, Newcastle in that game maybe um, obviously Gale came on and got a goal whether he'll start or not I think Jolinton's actually looked a bit more li- lively kind of thing as well <laughs> not that boring a point <laughs> Nathan I think we should uh, finish off I mean it's lovely we are in the garden yep. and those who don't know we're on sunny Lewisham mm. it's green it's luscious it's clear it's verdant as well. Verdant. There you go. It's so nice. We're making up words. <laughs> but before we go, let's do a quiz. I'm going to ask you three questions and see how you get on. Yeah. You sound like a um, a lepre- like a rid- Riddler or a leprechaun. <laughs> I'll ask you three questions. <laughs> <laughs> if I win, you have to take your trousers off. <laughs> let's just do this one question. All right. See you go. Three players share the record for the most Premier League red cards. It's eight, okay? Okay. Who are they? Three players share the record for the most Premier League red cards. Um, Patrick Vieira. Yes. Um, Roy Keane. No. No. Um, Surprising, isn't it? Red cards. Um, Think, think... uh, Jamie Carragher. No. No. Think Man City before Man City. Oh, own goals. is it done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. done. I was, I was about to say, who's that calamity centre back that always used to get like own goals and red cards? That's yeah, like Richard a jeopardy Dunn. question. Yeah. And the last one, think if I was to break into your house, <laughs> okay, and you were this person, you would kick my ass. Oh, Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, Duncan Ferguson being up there is amazing considering that like his appearances can't be that high in comparison with those other like Dunn was in the Premier League for years and years no. and years and obviously so uh, so is Vieira whereas Ferguson really what five for or striker. six five That's or six years at Everton and then a couple at Newcastle a striker mate a striker <laughs> yeah a centre forward like what he's just be Albert he must be elbowing people all over the place yeah I think that concludes our business that, um, that'll do won't it it'll do this far too much will this do <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has enjoyed this it's been a pleasure if you haven't I apologise but at the same time don't apologise because mm. just turn it off Right, good. Well, thank you, Nathan, so much for joining me in the garden. No worries. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, yeah, cheers. So there we are. That concludes Game Week 31, the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast edition podcast i don't know 
It's a lockdown edition. What can I say? I hope you enjoyed it. I, I understand at some point it could just be two blokes blathering on, but isn't that what podcasts are about? It's like people blathering on. Uh, but I think we brought some nice selling points, which you can bring to your friends. And you can say, hey, I heard a good point today. I think it was a bit muddy, but it's fine. Two blokes said it and I've extracted the good points. And now here's my opinion. Alternatively, you can just sort of just laugh it off and have a good time. So, look, I'm going to go and enjoy the sun now. Um, I don't know when the next edition will be out, and I don't know what form it's going to be. I think we're going to have a sort of a, a, a group session. I think group session is the way forward. And then we can start seeing how the fancy football is unfolding. I mean, it's kind of unfolding a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> if you get what I mean. Fine. Uh, right, that's it, really. If you want to get in contact with me, get in contact with me, alfievers.com or alfievers on, uh, what is it? Uh, Twitter, isn't it? Yes, it's called The Twitter. And you can also contact me on The Twitter via this podcast, which is the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. And that's it, really. Uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the day off from football on Friday. Yes, there's a day off. I know what we're going to do. Ha! Uh, and, uh, yeah, speak to you next time. Goodbye. You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Ah.